I'm just imagining him just walking along being like, Gonorrhea, que pena, disculpa, gonorrhea, que pena, disculpa. I think I'll end up in the hospital. Uh, but anyway. Um... Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Pub Columbia. Now, we know this one has been a long time coming and you've all been wondering where we've been. But unfortunately, Marvin had COVID, so we've been waiting for him to recover. But, you know, he's back now, aren't you, Marv? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Well, I'm not 100% okay yet, but I'm feeling way better than a few days uh, before. Yeah. So basically, as things are starting to open again and hopefully uh, travel will be back on the cards from May. This episode is going to be about some of my top tips about that you should know uh, before coming to Colombia. Basically, how, what you need to know to survive. Just basic stuff, just going to help mainly John because uh, this is one of my <laughs> biggest uh, wishes for this year is that John, uh, China, basically Natasha's family can come visit me, just know my country because they have heard so much the last year about it. So I think they definitely should come. Yeah. And there is some things that you definitely uh, need to know before coming. So, mm-hmm. yes. It's a real survival guide. Yes, it is. Yeah. M- more in John's mind than what it realistically is, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> And so basically our kind of main focus, although we are going to talk about other places too, is going to be Medellin. And this is purely because um, Medellin was the city where Marvin and I met. We're also returning back there because that's where um, we're both going to be working and hopefully going to be reunited in the next month. Um, It's also planning on being South America's first eco city. It's called the Silicon Valley of South America. It got the name as the most innovative city. It has plans to cut carbon emissions, expand green transport. But we also can't talk about Colombia without mentioning all of its other um, landscapes. It's got the Amazon, it's got Tatacoa Desert, Pacific Coast, Caribbean Coast, Los Llanos, coffee region and it's really just got some brilliant destinations for all of you which hopefully you'll be able to plan out in the coming months it's a mistake that a lot of people especially like english speakers uh made uh when they pronounce columbia which is they say columbia so the first thing that we need to uh, make sure john is that you will <laughs> say correctly it's columbia i never i never misspell it um, I have to say. It's not me. It's not me. Correctly. Otherwise, you'll end up, end up in Canada. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was <laughs> the US, but yeah, Canada. You're right, John. <laughs> <laughs> when you're coming to Colombia, you're going to start like like five different kind of country in, in, uh, in the same country. We have five special regions that they are completely different. They have different traditions. They're brutal. Like mo- most of the territory is going to be rural. So you're going to spend like uh, some time in some parts, some conflicts. So you need to be aware about the places that where you're going to go, um, the precautions that you should have. Uh, mm-hmm. Always speak on people like that you you trust, uh, like tourist guys. We known as gringos. Yeah, unfortunately, you will be known as a gringo and you will hear that a lot in the streets. They're going to, everything that they're going to try to sell you is going to be, 
hey, gringo, uh, look at this, get this, buy this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and what does gringo mean? Well, gringo, actually, that comes from Mexico because that was the expression that Mexicans used to call to um, um, the Americans Marvin, from the US. let's consult Google on this one. So the term gringo seems to derive from the US-Mexican War of 1846 to 1848. It's said that a regiment of American soldiers were wearing green coats, eliciting the Mexican response of green go home, which then led to gringo. However, others say it's been in the Castilian Dictionary since the 18th century. For this episode, they thought something really crucial was just some basic phrases for food and drink, places to stay. Yeah. And I do know a few words. El gordo, which means the fat one. Um, yeah. <laughs> and mañana, because everything's put off till mañana. That's a and, really good point. And then the, the other thing is uh, dos uh, um, cervezas. <laughs> Basically, when you ask for something, like in a shop, in a restaurant or something, just to, so, to sound more polite, you say, uh, me regalas. How do you say that in English, Tash? It's like, could uh, you gift? It's like, can you gift me? I see. Like for free, or, but of yeah. course it's not for free. It's, I don't know if it's only Colombia. I think it is because in other um, South American countries, they don't find it like a normal. So what is, can I see the menu and wine list? Me muestras el menú? Me muestras el menú? O me regalas el menú? And luckily menu is the same by the sounds of things. Yeah. Menu. Yeah. If you ask for red or white wine. Vino tinto y vino blanco. We don't, we don't call it uh, red wine, uh, like in Spanish, like vino rojo, sino vino tinto. Mm -hmm. mm. An interesting thing there, though, is also that coffee in some areas in Colombia, they call tinto as well, don't they, Marvin? Yeah, exactly. So you could be ordering coffee or you could be ordering red wine. You have to say vino first. <laughs> Okay, and, and if you say how much is it? Cuanto es. That's very, easy, you know? very easy. Cuanto es. Cuanto yes. Es. Yeah, and, it's perfect. And w another uh, important question is, where are the toilets? Donde queda el baño? O donde está el baño? Mm, not so easy, is it? Uh, 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 or you, may... you can just say, el baño, por favor. <laughs> el baño. El baño, yeah, like the bathroom, please. Oh, I see, the bathroom. El baño. <laughs> oh, yeah, baño. Whatever. Oh, Banyo. Yeah, yeah, see, okay. dad really struggles with the tilde on the N. So, for example, he would say instead of uh, año for year, he would say ano for bum. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's an important one. Yeah, um, so don't mix so, that one up. And how do you ask for the bill? Um, la cuenta, por favor. Oh, that's easy. La cuenta. La cuenta. La cuenta. Yeah. No. Or just do the sign of signing. Yeah, but check, a lot of people... You know, that's international. Yeah, it is international. Okay. And uh, could you recommend mm. uh, Dad just two drinks that he should get if he's out at a tienda? Because obviously you have, as like the replacement for a local pub in the UK, you have the almost like a corner shop that's turned into a bar. Um, yes. And it's like really small and you can go and grab... I don't know, a couple Some of rum. beers or rum or whatever. And could you kind of give our listeners and my dad maybe two things that they could try out? Yeah, definitely. I think John, the first thing that he will need to try is the most Colombian things or, or brands. So for beer, you will find like, depending on the region, it's going to be different. But 
one of the like a globally uh, known is Club Colombia. So I'm sure you will enjoy it. It's a really good beer. Um, but order Dorada, not Negra. I like Negra. Okay, and and so rum and coke. How would I ask for that? Ron con co- not that I'd ever have that, but yeah, anyway. uh, just it's really easy. Ron con Coca Cola. Uh, rum. Rum. See, <laughs> sí, Ron. Rom con. Rom? Yeah, it's almost yes. like Ron Weasley. Yeah. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Okay. Ron Coca Cola. Ron Coca Cola. Yeah. Marvin, I think it's also important for our listeners and dad, so he doesn't have to pay gringo prices, which I'm so- sure you'll yeah. go into. Um, how much should a beer cost, more or less, at a tienda versus in a restaurant? Well, I think a beer is going to cost like in a tienda, in like a really common areas, like uh, neighborhoods, whatever. You, it will cost like three 3,000 Colombian pesos, which is less than one pound in, or wow. less than one dollar or two. So um, it's, that's good. Yeah, it's like 70p. How does it sound for you? Really? Yeah. It sounds great. <laughs> and especially like uh, regarding what Tash just said, is that the gringo prices is something unspoken, but it's something that some people who feel that they are so smart and they feel that, oh, they... Their economies are better, so they want to charge you with the higher prices mm. as a tourist, mm. which is not great. I'm not, I'm not proud of that. Uh, you need to recognize when they are say like, oh, I know this is a gringo price. So, este es un mm. precio para gringos. Um, the color, mm. So, every time that you ask for a price or you want to neg- negotiate, you have to say, mm. uh, precio colombiano, precio colombiano, you know, because they will understand that, you know, what is a gringo price, you know, so. Okay. Go on, Dad. Precio colombiano. Yes, yeah. that is perfect. Okay. Banditos. <laughs> okay. What is that? I don't even know what is that. <laughs> Bandit. Bandit. He, he thinks a bandito <laughs> is a niero. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wouldn't that's... say that. <laughs> okay. And can I drink the tap water in Colombia? No. It depends, depends, on, where it you depends are. on the city. Because Medellin is one of uh, the cleanest uh, water that you can drink uh, around Latin America. Yeah. Um, and in Bogota, you can in some places too. But then if you go to the kind of coastal regions, less so. Yeah. And and should you ask anybody where's the cash point because you might get a few followers? Um, just the people from your hotel. That would be what I w- would recommend because that's one of the things that I have to mention. When I arrived to Medellin, which was like seven years ago, when I started studying here, I remember when I was taking the metro and seeing like, for example, a green girl, like a foreigner, like a blonde girl or a blonde guy. Everyone was staring at them like, oh, my God, who are they? Like, what are they doing here? So mm. that was something that I clearly remember. And then after the mm. peace agreement was signed and uh, everything started to, yeah, it started to recover. And there was more people coming. There's, Medellin was one of the cities that started, like, re- like receiving a lot of, like, uh, touristic people. And it started becoming normal and normal. So you won't feel... Mm. Um, just as um, out of place. Like but if I was robbed, how can I say I have been robbed? Where is the police station? Me robaron. Me robaron la policía. La policía. <laughs> <laughs> Me robaron. Yes. Me robaron. Yes, that's perfect. It sounds like marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Me robaron policía. Policía, 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 ayuda, ayuda. That's something that you need yeah, to know. Yeah. Ayuda, 
It's just like, help, help. We have noticed that Uber is pronounced Uber in Colombia. More interestingly, in December 2019, Colombia ordered Uber to seize its ride-hailing operations immediately after a judge ruled the company violated competition rules. So you will need to know that some of the uh, Uber drivers, they're going to make you sit next to them because... Yeah. What? Yeah. Because I want to sit in the well, back. Yeah, but you're gonna have to sit with them. Because otherwise, if, if the police stop them, they will think like, "Oh, so you are doing illegal oh, uh, transit, uh, yeah, transport." So, but there's okay. also another way to get around, which is called pickup. It's like Uber, but for motorbikes, and you just yeah. get on the back and you grab the helmet, and they're basically like your Uber driver, but on a motorbike. Although we have learned that potentially you possibly could get nits from the helmets. <laughs> oh, we're going yeah. to go in that direction <laughs> and say, oh my God. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I would recommend you, there is also taxi apps that they are more like, you got all the information from the taxi driver. So it's a bit more, mm. it's more safe. Shall we teach dad a few colloquial Colombian phrases? Well, uh, let's start with this one, which is a concept that we create in Colombia to when you are outside in the streets and um, just to, to be precautious and um, do kind of things that... Uh, like don't walk around with your phone out. Yeah, just uh, like, log- like logic things to, to not be robbed, basically. Like we call it no dar papaya. It's like be, preco- like be cautious. Mm. Um, no dar papaya. Papaya is a fruit. Mm-hmm. And the second one is one of the Tash's favorite phrases that she learned in Medellin. So go on, Tash. <laughs> que gonorrea. <laughs> no, surely not. Yeah. What does that mean? Gonorrhea is an expression well, we that know we what use for is. everything. I know, but we use it for everything. It's like, it has a lot of meanings. It, when somebody is um, like, a, somebody's mean or it's like, or it's like a horrible person, you mm. say, uh, that person is a gonorrhea. Or, mm. or like somebody rub you and say that person, una gonorrea me robó. Yeah. yeah, well, I, the good thing is I will be able to remember that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you say sorry, it's que pena. Yeah, que, que, que pena. pena. Yeah. Yeah, que pena is like, oh, I'm sorry. Que pena. Uh, okay. oh, excuse me is going to be disculpa, which is a bit different. So. <laughs> I'm just imagining him just walking along being like, Gonorrhea, que pena, disculpa. Gonorrhea, que pena, disculpa. I think I'll end up in the hospital. Uh, but anyway. Um... Thank you for listening to another episode of Pub Columbia. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us again soon and follow us on Instagram and Spotify for more. Arriba!